it sounds like fortune cookie, Dr. Joe. Hmm? That's not fortune cookie, Mr. Scott. Oh, I thought you were going to say Scott round. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. We are Just Another Movie Night, and I am Scott, and that perfect person that I love over there. Oh, boy. I am Joe, and I am not a perfect person, but thank you so much, dear sweetheart. I love you. I love you, too. Uh, Hey, look, we're doing something tonight, right? We're going to go see a movie. This is before and after reviews, and that means we go see brand new movies in the theater, and we give our before and after thoughts, and this is the before. And we're talking today about Indiana Jones. And what's the the, uh, title of this one? Indiana Jones. And the Dial of Destiny. The Dial of Destiny. What a title. I had compass in my head. It could have been. It, it could have been that, and we would have been fine with it, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is number five. Do we act like number four happened? Because, look, number four might not be that good, but it's not as bad as make, some people make it out to be. It's okay. I mean, I remember walking out of that and just being like, eh, okay. Yeah, you know, like, I didn't hate it, and I didn't love it. It was yeah. just there. It's silly. It's got a lot of dumb stuff. I, I think... Uh, I already made a joke about it online about how in the preview it pissed me off because in the trailer for this movie, he says, you know, I've seen some things that I can't explain. And I'm like, you've seen some things? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I think I actually put a Rudy Raymore saying, bitch, are you for real? Because, <laughs> dude, he has been shot. He's been hung off things. He met Hitler. Yeah. He uh, had a, saw a guy get his heart ripped out and he stayed alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he cut a bridge and survived. Yeah. Uh, what? Keep going here. I mean, he had a tra- a mine cart ride at like Disney World. He, uh, he got possessed holy, by voodoo. He found the Holy Grail. The Holy Grail melted people around him. I mean, Jesus. You don't get any. Oh, not the Holy Grail. That was the uh, yeah. Ark of the Covenant. I mean, the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> the Ark of the Covenant melted a bunch of people around yeah, him. Yeah, it was. And crazy. the Holy Grail saved him and his father from deathly wounds. And he also saw a Knight of the Round Table, or the Knight of the Templar, mm-hmm. still alive, waiting for someone to find the cup, the yeah. Holy Grail. Oh, he also survived a um, plane crash. He, he flew out, out of the sky on a, on a raft yes. with two other human beings and somehow lived to tell the tale of that. He... Yeah, he's done some stuff. stuff. He's done some stuff. He's done some stuff. His father took down a fighter jet plane by scaring seagulls on the beach. (laughs) He... (laughs) I mean, you can go on and on for days. He saw an alien spaceship take off. Yeah. And he also survived a 
atom bomb explosion in a refrigerator. Yes. That's he's right. Seen, he's seen some things he can't explain. He doesn't believe in magic. I want to say, fuck you, Dr. Jones. <laughs> Wait, wasn't it Shia LaBeouf? That was his son. Didn't he didn't he throw him in the fridge and he survived no, it? No, he hadn't met him yet. Oh. No, but his I son forgot. did swing with the monkeys. And there was also he saw a person be completely consumed by ants. Oh god. Yeah. That happens in that movie too. Oh, and he also ate monkeys' brains. Gross. I don't think he ate them. Well, he ate something on that nasty ass table. I don't think we get to see what he ate, but the other two uh, I, I around had, and uh no. I would have yeah. had Willie's reaction, yeah. hands down. But yeah, so this one's called The Dial of Destiny. And all I can tell you is Short Round better make an appearance in this movie. He's not going to. Unless they worked him in last minute, but I don't think so. I mean, come on. We got, um, we got John Ray Davies. Yes, you got Karen Allen is back. Is she? Yes. Oh, that's great. I didn't know that. Yes, but Karen I'm glad Allen to hear that yes. because they got married. Yes, so she's back, and... Um, They're not going to mention his son, Mutt. Christ. They have a son named Mutt. They have a son named Mutt. But, yeah, I don't know if that person is going to make an appearance in this, but... No, I don't think so. He's kind of like a nutcase. If we don't... If Short Round doesn't just pop in, like, come on. And here's the thing, right? Because Temple of Doom is a prequel, which is crazy. It's a prequel to Raiders of the, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy about that is that he never mentioned Short Round again. I and know. Short Round is like his son. Right. You think he would have been at the wedding? Yeah. Where did he go after the Temple of Doom? I don't know. I hope they're not saying he's dead in the canon. Oh, my God. I, I don't know. Like, we have never been told. You know what's weird? Antonio Banderas seems to be in the preview. Antonio Banderas is in this movie. That's odd. He is. I don't know who this... What's her name? Phoebe Waller-Bridge? Do we know? Yeah, what do we know her from? Um, okay, so she's in... Oh, she was in Solo. Uh, Killing Eve. No Time to Die. Yeah, okay. Uh, so stuff we don't really know. Yeah. This is the now uh, James, um, James Mangold is directing. Uh, Spielberg is out. Lucas yeah. is out. We have a new director and a new scriptwriter team i believe i don't think anybody from the uh, original movies is yeah writing. it says jez butterworth john what's this person's name jez jez butterworth yep uh, jez, sounds like something like a turkey would buy on thanksgiving i, I love that name though god why can't my name be something great <laughs> and that's uh, yeah that's awesome jez and then also scott, john henry scott smelling good <laughs> that's what i want to be scott smelling good I like would you it. be mrs you would be joe smelling good i like it I, Joe and Scott Sm smelling good. Mrs. Smelling good. Um, yeah. So Popping fresh. Looks like brothers are writing this. There's brothers. Uh, David Cope. Um, yeah, and he also helped write this. James Mangold. Yeah, I mean, uh, so, yeah, this is a new team. And that would give me hope that they would do something really interesting. I I'm. This is one of those films that I'm automatically cautiously optimistic. Because, to me... One and three, I I love them. Raiders of the Lost Ark, to me, is like the gold standard of action films. That, Die Hard, you know, mm -hmm. there's movies that you should look at as your template to make a great film. And those two are the ones. Mm -hmm. They have the best action, the best hero. And 
Harrison Ford is just so great in those movies. Now, I would say that Harrison Ford has become a new person. I've always joked that during regarding Henry, he really got switched out by an, another Harrison Ford. Um, but he has acted like a whole other person ever since. I mean, he's also not a spring chicken either. Yeah, so, no, no, yeah, he's also had a lot of plane crashes and a lot of things happen to him bad on sets. Yeah. I, I think mean, the Millennium Falcon shut on him once. Oh, yeah, he's had a lot of bad mishaps. Uh, I can see why he's so grouchy. But yeah, he's a little too crabby for his own good. And I, I think that takes away from the, that, that, that who, like, Indiana Jones is. Well, I mean, well, hopefully we'll see a different, you know, he'll be different on screen. I mean, he's not going to be Harrison Ford on screen. He's going to be Indy, hopefully. You call him Dr. Jones, doll. <laughs> okay, Dr. Jones. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you feel the same way as me, right? The three movies, uh, I, Temple of Doom has always been the one that's a little lesser, but I still think it's a damn good fun movie. I mean, I really do have a good time with the third one. I, I third do. one's great. I think it's so much fun. Yeah. Um, I do like Temple of Doom. Uh, I, I know that a lot of people don't because, you know, the whole Willie screaming through the whole thing and all yeah. that. I mean, there's some goofy stuff, but there's a yeah. lot of great moments but that people fun. cannot unsee. Yeah. Short Round is amazing. He is. It's it's fun. Um, it's a fun movie. But um, the first one and the third one, for sure, yeah, are the best. So I hope that we kind of get... I, I want to feel nostalgia. So my best case scenario would be that they do put nostalgia, the whole nostalgia factor into play and Short Round does come back. That would be freaking great. I would be so happy I'd be like squealing in the theater. Worst case scenario is it's the, the last movie we just watched, the fourth one, where it's just, we don't care about anything that's happening on the screen because I didn't. So It's still Indiana. It's still, um, you know, his. he got married. I mean... That character came back. You know, that's great. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be happy to, like, you know, the nostalgia factor to see, um, you know, Reese Davies and and, Mar- and uh, Marion. I keep saying Marion. Her name is Karen Allen, the actress. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I, to me, the nostalgia thing is the my big issue, right? Because sometimes you get blinded. Nostalgia can blind you and you can rate a movie Mm-hmm. completely off by your nostalgia. And, you know, I'm yeah. getting called after that because I like DC Comics. And I recently gave The Flash. And I've given Ant-Man. I gave a lot of these movies a good score because I really enjoyed myself. Right. All I really want is to have a fun, good time. Yeah. I just want a fun story. I'm not looking for Shakespeare. No, although I, I would have loved to appreciate that. If it it's yeah. something that's, like, deeper... I'll be shocked. It's not going to be an Oscar-worthy movie, but, you know, we know going in that it's just going to be probably totally off the rails and, and fun, and um, it's going to be out there. I mean, we know that Harrison Ford's up there in age, and he can't be doing all these crazy stunts and stuff, so it's, yeah. Yeah, I wonder how much CG is going to be involved. It's probably going to be a lot, so just strap in. Yeah, and that, and that could make or break it because uh, that Uncanny Valley thing is, is a problem. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you know it's fake... Your eyes, you just can't believe it. Mm-hmm. So um, I do like a lot of the de-aging tech that they've been doing in movies. So maybe it'll be interesting. Who knows? I hope so. What's the best case, worst case scenario okay. first? Worst case scenario would be that it's like the same same thing over and over. Like totally jam-packed with action um, and not enough story or not a good enough story. So like this one seems to revolve around his goddaughter. And I don't even ever recall that even being mentioned. So, well, it's going to be to another character. Um, 
I think Toby Jones is going to be a friend of his. Mm-hmm. And because he's got a lot of colleagues. Yeah. You know, it could have been um, somebody related to, um, oh my God, the character that's in all, like the first, he's one in three. You know, the older guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know his name. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I he feel got like... lost in his own museum, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Um... Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I, I feel like, I hope that it's not, you know, that does that the story doesn't get lost. I, I hope that, you know, there's some kind of a good plot instead of just throwing in all this action so that, you know, we don't know where to look on the screen and they totally try to trick us into thinking that this is a good movie even though there's no plot, just because there's a lot of action. Yeah. I don't want that. I want some heart here because this is like the last one. I mean, Harrison Ford is, he's done with this. Okay. Yeah. So let's, my worst case scenario goes into what you were just saying, because my worst case scenario is this is an excuse to to pass the torch to like a female version of Indiana Jones, which I think mm-hmm. is what they're going to do. And I think that might be a little too forced. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of stuff. No, that's the villain. Oh. You're, Joe was just showing me a picture thinking of that with guy. But yeah, no, it doesn't matter who that person was. Okay. Um, yeah, but passing the torch, I don't want things that feel forced. I want things that organically happen. Yeah. So to reintroduce introduce suddenly in the last movie, I have a goddaughter who's also an adventurer, mm-hmm. is a problem. Because yeah. it makes the whole idea more open and more evident that they are forcing certain kinds of things in movies. And I think that's the biggest problem going on in Hollywood right now, in pop culture in general. Mm-hmm. People feel like if you just switch something or just do something – that it'll f- make everybody happy. But that's not how you do it. You write things to make them feel genuine. You want things to organically grow. Mm-hmm. And you just can't thrust something on somebody and then say, hey, this is the thing now. Because it doesn't, it's not going to feel right. And that's what I'm a little afraid of with everything that they're doing. Like, I'm a little worried this movie's going to be a lot of that. Yeah. And to me, that's Tomb Raider. You know, there's already a character like that that I love. And she had a decent movie not too long ago, and they no one saw it, which sucks. Uh, you know, I, w- I wish that character, the video games are so good, I wish they would make more movies like that. Um, I want that stuff, but I don't... We want Indiana Jones. We want Indiana Jones stories. And I understand that they want to die, but you can always go back in time and say, hey, these are other Indiana Jones stories. We can get a new actor. Yeah. It's okay. I we did we it with can. River Phoenix. We did it in the television show that had another actor play him. Yeah, I think we can for sure. I mean, he should pass the torch. Um, but yeah, like, so what's your? Yeah, so that my that's my worst case scenario stuff. What's your and best? also I would say this. I have to add this to worst case scenario. My worst case scenario is that action wise, it's too goofy for its own good. It's it's like. What I like about Indiana Jones is it tells me it's a universe. It's a real-life universe, but things are happening in it. Now, sure, he kills people and is able to survive certain things, but he gets wounded. He gets hurt. He's not a superhero. He does get his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. He feels like a genuine guy in a crazy situation, and he makes it out. It might be tall tale, but I don't want it to be like Crystal Skull was, where it just felt like a cartoon. 
Right. Like they have killer ants now. They have, he's putting himself in a refrigerator. You know, he's swinging with monkeys. It's so silly that it's kind of losing that idea of the adventure. Because what we like about Indiana Jones is he feels like a real guy in these situations. So if there's more goofiness, if he's like, say, I don't know. uh, I'm trying to think of something crazy that could happen in this film. Because it's called Dial of Destiny. And what scares me about that is that he's going to change time and we're going to mess with time. Okay, so if they do that, and I was thinking that too, they could very well put in the plot that would make sense. You know, like you said. It has to come organically. Right. But also, you have to anticipate that this is because this is the last one that Harrison Ford is going to do, that they are going to try and outdo everything. They're just, it's going to be a well, huge circus. Well, that's, I guess they say that. Uh, uh, Mangold, what he did with Logan, he kind of, he found a way to make it feel more real. But what's, what's crazy is that it's a double-edged sword because I think he also did Wolverine. Oh, and, yeah. And, and Wolverine was too over the top and too corny. You know, and but Logan was a little more grounded. Yeah. And I, I love that aspect. So I'm hoping that he kind of learned from those movies and he's like, we're going to do more of that maybe. We'll see. I mean, that's my worst case scenario. And it all goes in what you're, you're saying. So. Yeah, um, I, I think it's going to it's it, I'm putting it out there right now and I'm probably going to walk out of this movie with a five. I think I'm going to because I think it's going to be so over the top and it's going to be annoying. And that's unless they bring back Shorty. They bring back Shorty, it'll change everything for me. They should bring him back because they have never told us anything about him after Temple of Doom. Like I'm saying, I I think that um, he came back in the spotlight, uh, that actor, Mm -hmm. recently. And I think they already were filming this movie. And so I don't think there's going to be a way to do it. But... You never know. They could have filmed a last-minute cameo. You, you never uh, who know. Who knows? Um, I, I'm going to say don't don't get your hopes up. So um, best-case scenario, um, absolutely just a fun little ride that I really enjoy, and it's a good send-off for him, and I feel good about it. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I don't even – I don't want much. I don't ask for anything from these damn movies. I just love film. And so every time I have to explain to people, like, I just love watching movies. I don't even care what it is. I just want to see it because I really enjoy movies. So if I come out of this thing just being like, I'm happy, or um, I had a good time laughing or smiling, Mm -hmm. then I can't complain. Right. Uh, My best case scenario score, what I think, is seven. But my worst case scenario score, which I think I'll probably give, is probably a six. Oh, okay. If it's lower than a six, I'll be fucking mad. Oh my god! Well, I'll I'm hoping for a mad. seven, but I'm telling you, I think I'm gonna walk out of there with a five. If let's just hope for the best. You know, I, I'm gonna be happy to see Marion. I really like Karen Allen, and it'll probably be a cameo. It's gonna be small. I mean, even so, and you know, it's gonna be a cameo from everyone. I'm sure John Reese Davies too. Probably. But I love seeing him. He's much older now. Yeah, he is. But it's still, it, it could be fun. It could be a fun ride. You know, you, you don't have to think too much it might just be very just action-packed and but i think this i think that because this is his last one that it's going to be all over it's gonna be like a carnival it is it's gonna be crazy so that's a that's a disappointment you never want the the send-off to be a carnival you want it to be endearing yes you want it to be 
bittersweet. Well, maybe if it's a carnival, it can be an endearing carnival. So we'll see. Let's see. Let's go see <laughs> All this movie. All I hear is clowns. <laughs> All right, let's go see it. Hitler made mistakes. And with this, I will correct them all. You stole it. Then you stole it. And then I stole it. It's called capitalism. This way! Fasten your seatbelt. There might be some turbulence. You've taken your chances. Made your mistakes. And now, a final triumph. Indiana Jones. A few times in my life I've seen things. I've been tortured with voodoo. Been shot nine times. Including once by your father. Ah, sorry. But I've been looking for this all my life. We're back. We saw a movie. We saw Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And look, I think that the best way to talk about this movie is that we're going to, I think we should just break down elements of the movie that need, the movie hinges on. Right? So we just came back. And of course, this is our afterthoughts where, uh, you know, I think the best time to review a movie is like, a couple of days later, but we do these instantly. So we're either too high or too low all the time. And I, I only bring that up because I think that's going to be one of those things that tonight we're going to be talking about. And I think it might come back. So I think this movie hinges on certain factors. And the problem is those factors are very large and the movie either works or it doesn't on those things. And so I think that number one, I think we talked about this in the before. One of my biggest issues, my the thing that I was worried about, um, and that would be Phoebe Waller-Bridge, the actress from um, Fleabag. Yep. Uh, she is now. What I had worried about was that her character would feel too forced or too thrown in in a way where it was very, very prominent. And that was my big concern, that it wouldn't happen fluently and it would be forced as being this thing. And it was exactly that. And that was my big fear. Uh, yeah, this character, and I think you, I don't know if you agree with me on this, but this character was extremely annoying. In, <laughs> I mean, in, I don't in, even know if annoying. In the, in the immortal words of Mrs. White in Clue, I hated her so much that the flames on the side of my face, the heaving breath, heaving breath. Anyways, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hated her character. This I is the biggest it. issue because the movie is very dependent on this character. And this character is... Dreadful. First off, the biggest problem was not built up to be likable. Very bad issue here. Um, if you're going to have a main character to follow, you want to have, 
you want to be able to enjoy this person and root for them and uh and really like you want to be on their side but the problem is this character is established as being a complete selfish asshole and then suddenly uh, she's supposed to be not and by and that time, when she's supposed to be not, it's we don't already give been two, a shit. It's been it's two hours and 15 late. minutes, yeah. It's two hours, 15 minutes too late, and we already hate her. So. Yeah, and it's, it's like, I don't even hate her. I do. But the way that she's written is so fucking, it doesn't feel real at all. She is instantly Indiana Jones. She's, um, but not even a likable Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones has a quality of being like, you know, he's just got a, like a, a charisma, and you and he he has a goal, and you're watching it, and things happen to him, and he can also take a piss out of himself. You know what I mean? And this character is established to be a self-centered asshole, a money-grubbing you know jerk, um, not caring about anybody. And then this is my favorite thing. Then they also tried to make her. They wrote her as if she was the Indiana Jones of two of Temple of Doom by having her have a sidekick kid. They even go as far as to say that she met him the same way that Indiana Jones met Short Round. He was stealing from her. Yes. He was pickpocketing her. This is a series that refuses to accept that Short Round ever existed. I'm so sick of it. While also quoting a scene from that movie... And then establishing a new character that's exactly a ripoff character. But it's there but here's the thing about Short Round. He was fun. He was adorable. He's adorable. He's fun. You're excited to watch him fight. Well, and his his bromance with Indy is great. Here, they, these two characters don't even seem like they like each other. The kid and the No, and, this kid Teddy that they put in here, and he's not He's, he's not he's fine. No, he's, he's fine. He's fine. He, he does what he that, has to. He doesn't seem to... They seem like they have conflicting goals. They don't have the charisma and the 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 feeling of camaraderie no, that none. Short Round and Indy had. It, but they set, they set up the whole thing like, oh, come on, do you think that people coming to these movies don't know anything about the other movies? I mean, you're, you recycled the whole movie from the rest of the movies. This movie was one big recycle job. That's all it was. They even put in a scene where Willie and Shorty were covered in bugs. And like, just like in Temple of Doom. And it, it's like everything that they did from the chase scenes to even the villains, it was just all recycled. It was recycled trash. Yeah, this is a big problem. I think um, um, I was just watching Red Letter Media discuss this about what is it about two, one of the people on that show was talking about why he likes two better than three. Now, I think three is a fantastic film, but I like it for another reason. I like that it took three films to slowly understand who Indiana Jones is, mm -hmm. and I kind of like that. But uh, some people don't because they like the idea that he is this super, like, he's just that badass. Not even a badass, but like a the adventurer from your childhood, you know? Mm -hmm. And you just watch him go on adventures, and you really don't need the, the backstory or that setup. Um, and they were talking about how, unfortunately, in three, it's, oh, it's Nazis. And it is true. Indiana Jones has definitely become the Nazi fighter. Mm -hmm. And to, they do it again in four. 
and they did it again. Again, in five. everything in this movie is one big recycle. But just think, every little shot, every little plot point, it's all recycled. And they use these um, characters terribly. The ones that you know were were new to this franchise, such as Antonio Banderas. Yeah, yeah waste complete of a character. waste. Very strange. Complete waste. I yeah. mean, there's no reasoning for and, him to be in this movie and at all. This this is called Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, right? And it, it's almost not even, doesn't even feel like his movie 100%. It feels very off. Like, we're, I don't even know how to explain it. Like he, He's he's a side character in his own movie. It, it, that's what it felt like. It, it's an odd, it's an odd thing. Uh, go, and finishing the story with um, this actress being in this movie. I would be fine with it. And it's not about a fee. Like, a lot of people automatically, if you judge something, they're like, oh, you're sexist. Or you whatever. N- no. The problem here is the character is written like she's God's gift. Right? Every uh, There's actually shots and continuous scenes of everybody looking at her like she's sexy. Yeah. Which was, it happens multiple times. It's like we get it. Okay, you're pretty. Whatever. But why keep doing it? Like, why is that a necessity for shot? What 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 yeah. is the what is the goal here? And then also to have her constantly reference how she's she's a badass. I know, she, she goes out of her way to herself. reference it. Yeah. Yes, and also to do all of the like she doesn't come off like a character in the opening scene. What well, the first moments we get with her, she doesn't seem like a character who can do the fighting stuff right she just seems like a normal character and then all of a sudden she's like the second half she becomes a superhero yeah and she's doing everything that indiana jones is doing and you know one of my favorite things and i guess this goes into part two now these things this movie hinges on these problems right or on these things to succeed now i would go to part two practical effects all right now the problem, and I think that versus the original three versus these new two ones, is that practical effects in the original made everything feel so genuine. Like, you feel like someone's actually doing these things. They're so tall tale. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I say tall tale. I mean, they're, like, blown out of proportion. They're insane. But they were actually done practically a lot of the time. And one of my favorite scenes is in part three. Um, they're getting chased on motorcycles and Indiana Jones takes a flagpole and shoves it into a motorcycle and the motorcycle looks flips, right? And then they cut to him looking at his father like, holy crap, isn't that amazing that I just did that? And his father's not impressed. I love that because that's showing you like how, oh, I know this is crazy, but I still did it. Can you believe that it worked? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of that taking, like I said, taking a piss out of yourself there's a lot of that in the original three. He gets messed up. He fails. He screws up here. And, and this is a problem, I think, with action in general in the last 20 years. It's become, and I'm not even blaming superhero movies because I think the original uh, lineup of superhero films, especially Marvel, they were getting hurt. I mean, like, I, I praise uh, Iron Man 3, right? Because he's, like, hurt. He doesn't have his armor, and he's got to learn how to fight on his own again and build his own armor. Same thing with Iron Man 1. He has to make his own suit and survive, you know? That's cool. Now you get into the point where characters are, oh, I can just fly now. 
oh, I can, I, I'm, I'm not the kind of character who can swing, swing around a pole, but now I can do it. And that, and that's like every single action movie. And now watching this movie, I couldn't unsee it. Characters are just doing things. They, they're going out of the way to say he's old, Indiana Jones. And they're showing you that he's old. And he is an old man. He's 80. And he is, he, sometimes he's doing things that are just like, come on, couldn't we find a fun way around this? Like, couldn't we do something more more practical? It's so over the top. There's a there's a chase on, like, these little transportation buggies that are going Fast and the Furious style driving. Yeah. They're, they're going, they like, 85 miles an hour. It's like, yeah. are you getting, they would have flipped already. Break. They're yeah. like tiny little golf carts. Like, there's a lot of that in this, though. I mean, it was it was a little over the top. I mean, everything that, I mean, okay, that's what I'm telling you. Oh, we're going to talk about it tomorrow. I know we're not going to spoil anything here. No, but 100%, this movie was completely made of recycled parts. It just was. You're saying that there's there's definitely, there's a lot of stuff here that's new. But there are recycled beats that they are trying to hinge on your nostalgia. Absolutely. But I don't think it's 100%. Yes, I do admit that part with the bugs, not only did it not fit the scene, it felt like it was just jammed in at the last moment. It's also heavily CG'd, and it was very off-putting. Yep. And it came out of nowhere. And when you said when it happened, I I, la- I heard you go, "Oh come on!" They went out of their fucking way to make the, this female character completely unlikable. I mean, at least in the second one, in Temple of Doom, you know, we couldn't stand how Willie just kept screaming through the whole movie. A and, lot of people talk you know, about that. Yeah, it's a big, big problem. At least she was semi. She could be semi. Okay. But that was her character. Her character was a fish out of water. Well, she, yeah, so she was a, she was a performer. Reacting. She was a singer and yeah. a dancer. And... She's playing an everyman, so she's doing what we would do in those situations. So, yeah, she's screaming. It might come off annoying because you're kind of just wanting the action and adventure, but she's the everyman, so it makes sense. Right, but do we need the whole recycled plot of... You know, her being this loner adventurer and having a kid with her. Oh, you're her. talking about this. Okay, yeah. We were talking about Willie, but you're... Yeah, uh, no, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to the the points of what ex- they're recycling. Like, it's like, I, I don't understand why we needed to have this kid. I don't get it. Like, he... I mean, he didn't... It's not necessary. He didn't it, enhance it, the movie in any way. It, like, there's a, a plot point on him, but... I mean, it's not necessary. It could have been. It could have been changed. I, I, I'm not sure why they did it, or maybe they did it to humanize the character a little more. But it didn't really work because it felt too nostalgic. It, it just it felt like okay, we've already been there, yeah. and then like they go out of their way, which pissed me off to say why Shia LaBeouf isn't in this film. Okay, they do say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going no spoilers, but yeah, no. But they say why he's not in this movie. It's it's a weird write off. It's a lot of stuff like that is write-off stuff. But what I'm trying to get to is the fact that, you know, they don't ever mention why Shorty isn't in it. Yeah, I mean, they just act like he doesn't exist. Um, yeah, that's a that's a thing, yeah. Um, let, let's, because uh, we did the actress, we did the pra- um, practical effects or, or stunts. And uh, to go into that practical more was where we were. I, I just want to talk about CG. Okay. Be- you know, because uh, you okay? Sorry, no, I'm okay. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm just. I am thinking. I, oh, my, okay. The wheels are turning. Well, I was. I wanted to bring up CG because, like I said, these are the three plot points that the movie hinges on. Okay. 
uh, you have to now. Basically, the reason I bring up CG is because you have to suspend your disbelief. But when you can clearly tell that a um, Harrison Ford's face has been pasted on stunt doubles throughout a lot of the movie, mm-hmm. it does get off-putting. It does feel very weird. I was looking for it, and oh, that was my mistake. That first half. Well, you can't unsee. There's a couple parts where I was like, that's clearly not him. That's a guy knitting well, because the CG he, on his face. You know, we know that he's an elderly man. I mean. No, yeah, absolutely. It's definitely not him doing those stunts. But, I mean, I was actually looking for it because I, I you know, there was a lot of other CG things that I I spotted. And I was like, okay, let me just focus oh, so on this. Much. And I just kept focusing on it. And I was like, oh, shit, I don't want to focus on this. I think that we've hit a realm of movie making where stunt work and CG has become so heavy that it's also becoming like a nuisance. Like it almost makes me not enjoy things. And I, with this last year, and I hate to be like this old man that's like, ooh, movies aren't like they used to be. But this last year of movies, especially action films, there is a trend of just acting like they're cartoons. And... I want to go back to those days where it was like, no, an adventure movie means that you can do something crazy and 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 fun and do these stunts and do these these moments of like these huge action set pieces without having a corny CG overload going on around it and the characters acting like, yeah, nothing happened to me. Yeah, like a character gets shot, and it's like, yeah, and eh, nothing. Nice, fine. And it's like okay. weird. It's weird. Um, it, it's there's that's a lot of that's a big problem. And I, I want to say this: uh, the CG is extreme, extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, those are those are three things, and I would say these three things are very important to your enjoyment. And I wouldn't say I liked the three things, but. If I had to talk about things that were fun, there were some things, there were some ideas, there were some set pieces that were kind of fun. There, There is a nostalgic, there's a couple of nostalgic moments that are like, okay, that was nice. You know, there's things. I also like the, um, you know, a lot of people complain about with like Uncharted, about how the biggest aspect of what Nathan Drake was in Uncharted series is like going in the caves and exploring. And they kind of say like, Oh, you know, it, the place they needed is like right there in a the sewer. How did no one ever find it? This movie actually had a, an exploration plot. That was kind of interesting. I was like, Oh, this is kind of cool. This reminded me of national treasure, you know, like that whole, Oh, well, they got to go to step A. They go, oh, they're actually exploring. They're actually figuring things out. There is a thing. And it was like, that's something I had never, you know, it was a plot where I was like, that's a cool little idea. I kind of like enjoy this part of it. Okay. Nothing? Well, I mean, here's the thing. I feel like throughout this movie and and, in so many adventure movies, it's always the same where like the hero is always leading the bad guys to the fucking treasure. Well, yeah, we're going. You know? Yeah, we're going to the plot points you know, that are like, like that's annoying. Okay, enough already. It's like this. It's just over and over. <laughs> I, I, I was, just feel like Indiana Jones is way too smart for any of that. But I was whatever. talking more about in the enjoyment of the puzzle. 
No, I, I actually love that. Like, you know, trying to solve the, the riddle, always solving the riddle to get to the next yeah. point. I love that. And this one did have something different. It, it did. It did something new. Yeah, it did something new. I did, um, I, don't, I can't say anything else, but it, it, was, it was fun. It, that aspect was fun. The, it wasn't bad. The hunt. The hunt was really fun. But um, I don't think it was any better than the other movies. I, I actually thought three was more fun in that aspect, you know? Yeah, I think because it's also a story that we could get our minds wrapped around a little better. Yeah. This one is definitely more out there. It definitely was, yeah. But it did it did come together in an interesting way. And I was like, you know what? Okay, cool. I like where we're going with this. I can see where we're going. I kind of dug it. Like, I kind of dug that aspect of it. But, yeah, I mean, it's so hard when you talk about a thing and you're not spoiling it. And it's hard not to spoil things. But I would say that this is definitely one of those movies, like, after we shut this off and we stop talking about it on Ness, we're going to be like, how stupid is this and how stupid is that? And Mm -hmm. It, there is a lot of that in yes, this movie. There is. Where in the theater, I actually was like sighing. I was Because too. I'm like, yeah. That, you just established, and, and I hate this because a big problem with me with movies is like, you have to establish a lore. I, I, I will talk about this until I'm blue in the face. Movies need to establish a lore, a world, and then follow their own lore and their own world. You can't set up a movie, and that's just why. With like the last John Wick. What reason I hate. I got so mad about it. And I wouldn't say hate it. But the reason I got so mad about it was. It just got to the point where they're like. Oh you established all this lore. And now it's like. Yeah. Eh. I can move on from it now. No. You, you got to follow your own lore. You mm-hmm. got to follow your own world. You know. You can't constantly shooting people up in the face. And then like. Yeah. You got you got to get hurt. Like people are getting hurt. You. It's so stupid. It's just like the Fast and the Furious. There's no consequences for anything they there, do. There is no lore. They're, they they don't follow their own storyline. Like, oh, I have a magical brother. Oh, I have a, this guy has a magical brother. You can't just say, you you can't just keep doing that because then you take away the magic, like you were saying. Right. But in the same thing here, is that they they constantly would say, hey, look at this lore, or look at this moment that's happening, and then it's not happening over here. But it's happening here. It's like you, you're you not even following what's happening in the story. So the shot does – it just makes you go it, – it, it hurts your head a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like – and I think that is one of my biggest pet peeves in films. Like you can't show us something and then act like it's not happening somewhere else. You know what I mean? And, it, it, and this movie did that a lot. And I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of problems. That are hanging at the end of this film. And I wish that the movie ended differently. I didn't mind the ending moment. But I wish it would have been a different ending. And so it's like. It's such a hard one to talk about. Because at the end of the day. It is two and a half hours. And you could feel it. There's there's like multiple movies in here right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like. it's 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 like one big jumbo recycled film where they just it it, they carry on way too long and they don't put half it like half the interesting things that they could put in a lot of it's taken up by 
you know, like I said, recycled scenes that you know you've seen before. You've just seen them before. You know, it's like, okay, all right, yeah, great. Yeah. It, it's 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 entertaining, but it's like, I would say mildly entertaining. I mean, I wasn't like, oh, that's neat or anything. It wasn't, I didn't have those moments in this movie at all. I didn't find anything endearing in this movie. And I didn't, like, there's a lot of problems with this. And especially the character of Helena. I thought she was dreadful. I didn't like her at all. And there was misuse of actors. So... That's my take on this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, what I was saying with the uh, multiple movies shoved in, I felt like the first half with the uh, with the Toby Jones and him, there's like an entire opening of this movie that's a flashback type of situation, and yeah. it feels like its own movie. Yes, because they didn't let us know what exactly their plan was. It was just they just went into the movie. Do you know? Like they didn't... It was just like uh, one, one, one minute you see Indy... And then next minute you see Toby Jones and they're just, they seem like they're in, like you said, in two separate movies. Like they oh, don't I, establish. Oh, you what, felt like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like it, he, he felt like, um, Toby Jones felt like he was in a completely different film. Like he was going to get attacked by a werewolf any moment. <laughs> yeah, I can see you why know? you're saying that. I you can, know, like it was I, weird. It was a weird situation. That's really funny. No, I, I meant basically that that half of the movie felt like its own movie. And then it cut forward. It was like, now we're in another movie. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to be a whole nother thing. And it was like, it, it felt strange. I, I would even complain. I love the, I can't get over Toby Jones being in a werewolf movie. It seemed like that. I, just, I, I, was I like, totally get what you're saying. I looked it. over at you like, Wait, what is this? What? <laughs> I didn't mind it. I actually really enjoyed that opening. Even though I knew the CG mm-hmm. of his face was on this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, that. I mean, I don't I'm gonna think say, it honey, that bad, but yeah, yeah. That opening was fun. No, the opening was great. It went right there's into stuff right in into it. There was no um. There's. If I can no, point out a highlight no in the opening, is the Gatlin gun get stuck and shooting the train? Yeah. Damn, did that look cool? I mean, there's a lot. There was there were some cool shots in this. I'm not gonna say that it was one you know heaping pile of shit, but it there was some <laughs> cool things in there. <laughs> you made me laugh so hard to hit the mic. Oh my gosh! No, like seriously, it, it, there were some fun things about it. Like I was like, okay, I'm entertained by this, but for the most part, I, it you're right. It felt like there was a couple of different movies happening in this. It just it kept doing it too. It just every time it jumped to a new area, I was like. Like, All right, oh, new God movie. Damn it. New movie time. <laughs> like, oh, we're with boat people now. Okay. All right, we don't need this, but I guess we're with boat people yeah, just now. It's, it's now. it's now a, a boat movie. Uh, so okay, great. And and I will say that um, I absolutely love Matt Mickelson as an actor, but man, was he mis he was just misused here. I feel like he was hamming it up. It was like ham time. I felt like he didn't even have anything to do except stare at things. <laughs> It's like scenes of him staring. Like, I, I, it never felt like it was odd. In fact, he has like a bodyguard guy. I know I know that actor, but I'm not sure who he is. Um, what, Gigantor? No, the other one. Oh the my one, God. the main one with the mustache. Uh, yeah. We I, know him from you something. You know, I thought that he was the guy from 310 to Yuma. Come on. What's his name? Damn it. 310 to Yuma? Yeah, the blonde guy. Um, Who's in 310 to Yuma that you remember? It's you, that's Christian Bale and like Matt. And, and who, who's the guy? Who's the guy with Christian Bale? Come on, come on. I'm come on, come on. out. I don't know. I mean, honestly, it reminded me of him. Um, let me look. God damn it. This well, you look it. up that because I'm looking up where I know this actor from because it's going to bother me. 
okay, he he's always. Oh, like he a... was in Logan with him. Ah, ah, Ben Foster. I thought it was Ben Foster. That's what who I thought it was. Because I wish he had it was the, ben the blonde hair and he had this like you know eighties porno mustache. And, and he did. He had a flat top. He hair had a flat porno. top. He looked like he was in the wrong era. I mean, he looked like he was like in yes, the eighties. He did not fit. Well, they yeah. they're in the seventies, I believe, in this movie because no, there's... it's sixty nine. They had not yet gone to the moon. You're right. Okay. But then so, that one girl. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, I thought she was a 70s character. Well, we're bordering on the 70s, you know? And but by the way, that actress. She's pretty. I don't know who she was. I don't know who she is either, but she was more interesting. And she wasn't in the than movie. Than the character of I was of so Helena. mad. Half the characters. I was like, I want more of this character. I know. I know. I, I um, liked her. I liked... She dressed like a badass, too. God, she, she had the did. best jacket on. Yeah, um, she had an awesome wardrobe. And I don't even like the 70s fashion. You know that. But I she looked look good. I actress up, too. I'm looking around. Yeah, yeah uh, there's a lot of stuff like that. And I kept thinking about I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I'm, I want to see more of this actress. Yeah, well, there wasn't. Okay. So there wasn't a whole lot of things to like or love about this movie. But it wasn't the worst piece of crap, either. So I'm kind of yeah, like it's it's a weird one, right? She yeah. apparently she was in Black Panther, but I'm not sure who I know who she is in Black no, Panther. She's beautiful. I don't know who she is either. Maybe one of his. Um, she doesn't even look Dora like she's in Milahe. part two. She looks like she's only in one. Yeah, that's maybe weird. Oh, well, she was a uh, actually really guards. interesting. I thought they were going to use a lot more of her, but she's not in the movie, so that's that's odd. Well, she's like only in like more. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see more of her in other things because she's. She's kind of cool. But, um, yeah, I found her more intriguing than the main girl. A lot of the characters. But going back to the uh, porno mustache, <laughs> he, he gets more to do in this. And he is, he is, he feels out of place in this film. He does not feel like he fits in. And who is Gigantor? Is that one of the, oh my God. the mountain or the hound? I mean, it wasn't either one, right? But it was like, okay. God. Well, his Damn, that name huge. is Olivier Richter's. And this guy's got to be at least uh, eight two. He is. <laughs> so he is a brick wall. I have not. I don't think I've ever seen a guy that this that's this big. Not even pro wrestlers. I have Apparently no idea. Apparently he was in Black Widow, but I'm not sure. Yeah, he is huge. Oh, he's seven two. Yeah. Oh wow. I mean, wow. he was just a wall. I have never seen anything that like. He actually made me laugh a lot. There was, was a lot of stuff set up with him that made me laugh. I wish I would have done better things with him. It's not a lot of trivia on him. But, oh. yeah, he is a big guy. He's crazy big. All right. So, here, I, we did a lot of negative talk. And you, I don't know. I, I said a couple things about I some positives. I did. Did you? I mean, did I, though? <laughs> I don't think so. All right. Well, okay. Here's the thing. I, I like seeing Harrison Ford um, in this role. I, I'm kind of nostalgic for it. Do you still like him in this role? Like, do you still it's not like the seeing same. crabby version of him? Well, no, it's not the same because, he, you know, time has gone by. He's aged. Yeah. It's not the same as seeing him in, you know, one, two, and three. But um, I do enjoy watching him on screen. And I like that he actually came back for this at 80 years old. And same with John Davies. Uh, same. He's 80 as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I do like Mads Mikkelsen as an actor, so it was good to see him. I thought that there were some fun scenes. Like, there was a lot of action in this movie, and I thought there was a lot of fun scenes. But I think that there's more, like, eh to it than yeah. we, you know? I do, too. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, just jumping into final score, then. Because uh, what do you give this out of 10? Well, I'm coming out with what I said I would, which is a 5. Wow. Yeah, because it was it was a mediocre film, and it didn't. There's nothing in here that 
astounded me or blew my mind. Even seeing Marion and you know, I, yeah, I just, I, it did nothing for me. I, I it didn't. Mean... I'm on a six right now, but I understand where you're coming from, and I could see myself giving it that. But I didn't absolutely hate it. I didn't have a no. bad time. I didn't find it media. I found it like it was decent. It was a mediocre. That's why I'm giving film. it a six because I was like, okay. to me, it's a decent. Well, like I was that's... like, there's some fun stuff here. There's some. There, there's definitely stuff here to enjoy. I mean, I feel like giving it a six would be like making it like borderline, you know, between decent and good. But I feel like a six, a six is like good. It's I, decent. Mediocre is fine. And we don't do point systems. So, I mean, I. Like, um, it, it wasn't mediocre. Will I forget it in a day? No. I'm going to remember this. You're not going to watch this movie again. I will never watch this again. But no. then again, I've never seen four again. I've only seen it once. Yeah, and, uh, true. I also came out of that going, it's not the worst movie. It, it was all right. Like, that's, I think this movie is exactly like that movie. I'm going to say that. It, I like this. I might like this a little better than four, but it's very on par with four. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I I can, in light of what you said, I can go and say that this is between mediocre and decent, but it still leans. (laughs) It still leans towards a five. We gotta give him once a five. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm doing a six. I know I have a lot of problems with the film. I did think it was fun. Okay. I did. I did think there was moments of fun. I did think there was some good payoff, like to the character a little bit, the little things to the character, a lot, kind of not the greatest, but I didn't. I didn't think it was so. God. Here's the thing. You I am. Gave... I'm definitely on the fence here with this five and the six. I, I, I think that I'm you're not close to a five, but I'm going six. Okay, but you also gave Guardians of the Galaxy three a, a six. Didn't you? No. I gave it a seven. There's no Did doubt. you? I thought you gave it a six. No way. You'll have to check that out. No way. Because I think you gave it a six, no. and I think that... I said I didn't think it was as good as the other ones, but I mean, I know everybody else does. But... I don't know. I mean, which one would you rather watch more, this one or that one? I don't know. I feel That's a like... hard ask, but uh, definitely Guardians. I mean, is there is a that seven. a hard... I gave it a seven. Is that a hard know. ask? Is it? What's the last movie you gave a six? Let's go there. Okay. Because... You put me on the spot. All right. Well, let's look it up. We're doing this, huh? I mean, you gave Asteroid City, what, a five? I gave it a five. Okay. Well, that's rough. I would never watch it again. I... Well, you're not going to watch this ever again I actually, either. Like, I, I had fun watching this. I didn't have much fun watching Asteroid City. Okay. That's okay. Fair enough. I gave uh, No Hard Feelings a six. Okay. Well, No Hard Feelings was better than this. I'm sorry. It was. Yeah. But totally different movies. And also, I feel like that movie had as many problems as this movie did. I mean, I guess. Well, whatever. <laughs> Fuck comparisons. I give The Blackening a five as well. That movie could have been funnier. It yeah. just didn't do it. It's just very, That, to me, was mediocre. Yeah, but, that was a mediocre movie. And I also gave Transformers a six. Okay, well, Transformers was more fun this, than this. I Transformers think, was way more fun than this. I, I, <laughs> no, I'm going to give this the same as Transformers. They both had the same exact kind of problems and had the, the scenes that they were fun. Well, I can tell you that on screen visually, I would rather look at six hours of Optimus Prime I, than that freaking broad. Six hours of Optimus with her Prime. goddamn asshole commentary in this movie. I did not like Phoebe. Whatever. I don't. I didn't like her in this movie at all. Okay. I thought she was crap. So. I, <laughs> 
I love that I'm like trying to be very uh, like gracious and like hey, like hey, calm, hey. and you're like. Fuck that bitch. Hey, I said some <laughs> nice things. I said some decent things. But I'm going to tell you, she brought down the movie for me. 100%. Yeah, that's why I labeled the three things that are problems. And I would say that those problems are huge. But overall, it's not the worst damn thing I've ever seen. No, it's not. That's why I'm like, I'm not going to five. But I didn't say that I did. Actually, I did say this wasn't the biggest piece of crap I've ever seen. But she did bring the movie down a huge, like, I mean... A lot. A oh lot. God. I love so it. Anyway. I love it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That's all I got, too. This yeah, movie's I mean, mediocre. I could talk forever about some of these problems, and that's why I probably should go a five. But, uh, you know what? You, I'm, just real quick, I'm going to even point out, they didn't even hammer the music usage. <laughs> okay, they kept playing the Indiana Jones theme when it wasn't necessary. Okay, so the Indiana Jones theme is supposed to kick in in an epic moment of fighting back. Yeah. And he gets, like, a gun at one moment, and he just, like, terribly shoots. And they're playing the music like it's a big epic moment. And I'm like, no. Yeah. No, that's not a good moment He's for this. sitting in a car, riding in a car, and they're playing the music. I'm like, that I get. what is going on? No, if he's driving fast he's and he's not driving. Somebody? No, no, no. He, they played it when he was just sitting there. What? In the... In the I'm not no, gonna, there's no way it. that happens. But they play it a lot when it's not needed. And yes, it is. I and I will know. let you know the scene and when we get we're off gonna this. We're going to fight after we you know, fight. I'm going to see you in the parking lot, okay? Yeah. You know what? Oh, behind the bleachers? Oh, that's No, that's else. where people make out. Well. I don't want to make out with you. I thought it was going to be like an angry make out. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, <laughs> you right. can follow us on social media. Let us know what you think about this movie. Can't wait to hear you everybody's thoughts. You can tell thoughts. us how, how wrong you think we are or how right you think we are. Yeah, people just love to whatever. tell me how wrong I am. I, I, yeah, I mean, tell me how wrong I am. I want to hear it. I, I mean, you know, bring it on. Shout out to the Third Eye Review for telling me the Flash sucks ass. What was, <laughs> I think that's what he said to me. Sucks ass. A lot of people don't like that movie. Apparently not. Oh. Okay. But I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm always on the bottom of this fight. So. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Follow us on social media. We're at, um, I'm at the Crafty Misfit. And Scott is at Just Another Movie Night. He runs our podcast movie page. and Writing reviews every day. Writes reviews and all that fun stuff. And, um, yeah. Thank you very much for listening and listening to me rant and complain. I think I, I was ranting and you were complaining. Yeah. You were ranting and I was complaining. That's what we do. See you in the parking lot. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm, I'm, I have been, uh, I've been blessed with this body. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for noticing. <laughs>